Welcome to the Nearly Coherent Podcast. I'm Ed and sitting there looking like the sexiest eggplant emoji I've ever seen in my life. I mean, hot damn. That <laughs> big old purple head of yours just uh, yeah. pointing regularly at me. So hot. So that's Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hey, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm, I have my, my lavender glow of love going on. I'm hanging in there. I'm glad to talk to you. Another, you've made it through another year. I have, yes. Whew. So congratulations. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Yes, it was touch and go there for a little bit. Uh, you know, when I stubbed my toe that one time, I definitely thought it was it was curtains for me. But listen, I, perse- I persevered. I persevered. Only, only a white man can, and did. I was fine. <laughs> you did. You worked hard. It, it, back in the day, if you were on the Oregon Trail, you very well could have been just left and you know left for dead. Yeah. Yeah. All I'm no saying joke. is, is thank God I have no real adversity to overcome, or this would be a terrible time. Whew. Yeah, we wouldn't be here. Mm-mm. I'd have given up years ago. Yeah, I'm. I'm a quitter. I'm a big time quitter. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yesterday, yeah. This is so for, for those listening. If you don't know, uh, August fifth is Ed's birthday. That's true. So I get my I get my birthday calendar. You know, you know, and I have an iPhone because I'm you know not a fucking idiot. <laughs> so <laughs> I have my different calendars, and one of them is you know birthdays. I have a birthday calendar that has. Anybody and it, it's cool. It picks up birthdays from like all different places. Mm-hmm. So it must have picked up your birthday a couple of years ago from an appointment or something that we, you know, were planning on doing during the during one of the Paloozas, and it's been in there ever since. And then of course you have the trusty Facebook fallback. Yeah. You know? And I have I make it a habit I make it a habit of going on there like every day just to see whose birthdays. You know, I'm tired of looking at Facebook because most people are idiots. I don't wish anybody happy birthday on Facebook. Like, neither. I just like to see who it is in case it's somebody that I do need to, you know, go and wish a happy birthday to. Yeah. So, long story short, I'm there. I'm Not told, I'm, Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm long, sorry, story, love, long story long. Yeah. So, I'm there and... I'm working. I had a bunch of stuff going on. I had to take my son to a tryout and then to football practice. And I was going to text Ed, but I was like, I'd rather, I, I would rather talk to him. I'm like a, one of those old timers that still finds some value in hearing certain people's voices. Well, I also find a lot of value in not hearing <laughs> most people's voices. To be fair, my voice is pretty sexy. It is. It's like, uh, you go to Carvel and you ladle the hot fudge out of the out of that warming cauldron that they have it in. Yeah. And you drizzle it 
over that's what it that's kind of what it's like pouring over my eardrums that is the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me see i i had to get on your level wow compliment. wow so hang on my heart's a flutter right now he's he's he is flush right now folks um gotta fan myself so anyway, I wanted to talk to my friend. I wanted to hear his voice. You know, I wanted him to hear my voice, hear his voice for his birthday. So I called him. I called him from my Apple Watch, which I'm fucking furious with right now. And it went, and it was two ring. It was a two ring to voicemail. And I'm like, all right, he either, you know, declined the call or he's in the middle of something or whatever it was. So I leave him a voicemail, and I have uh, the boys, uh, my football team, is doing some running doing some sprints and stuff and i it's a suicide and it's back and forth so i kept instead of just going there and back i made them keep going back and forth and back and forth nonstop, so that i could leave a voicemail while they were running uh as my gift to him was making a bunch of you know chubby little 10 year olds run <laughs> back and forth wow so i thought i had a pretty good gift for you I don't know what the fuck happened that I didn't leave the voicemail somehow and I wasted it. So now I'll make it up and I'll call him during the next practice and he can hear, especially the one kid with asthma. I'm going to really, Oh, make don't make the one kid. Don't make the one kid with <laughs> asthma run more. Uh, you know what? I actually get off the hook and make all the other ones that are like non asthmatic run a bunch and yes. tell the one kid who has asthma that that's my gift to them. You know what? So yesterday, I didn't know he had, you know, I, it's a, it's, he's new to the team. Don't know that he has asthma. He does like, you know, two or three of the sprints and he tells the other, he tells the other coach with me that he's got asthma and he's having a little trouble. So we said, okay, no problem. You know, stop or you can walk or whatever you want to do. You know, take a knee, catch your breath. This kid refused to stop. He, 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 and he's tiny, man. He's like 65 pounds. He's got this big old head. He wears like real big glasses. Um, but he just, you know, what he remind. he looked like chicken little. He looks like chicken little, <laughs> but this okay. kid would not, this kid would not stop until I, so I let him run one more. And I said, now I was like, all right, Gio, sit down because I don't know how bad your, I don't know you. I don't know how bad your asthma is. Your grandma will not be happy if I kill you at the first practice. So sit down. True. Yeah. You know, but I was very, I, it was not, it was, I was proud of him. He's a tough little kid. I mean, I don't, when he starts hitting, I don't know how that'll go, but he was tough. So, so wait, will, just, just, just to roll this back a bit, big head, big, big headed kid. Yeah. Big headed kid. Wearing glasses. Yes. Is he extremely intelligent? Cause it sounds like this might be my clone. Uh, he's very, he's very Italian looking. Uh, nope, definitely not. Nah, definitely not. not your I clone have, at all. I'm a, I'm a lot of things, but Italian looking is not one of them. Although one of my friend's moms thought I was Italian. Uh, but you know what? Do you have a phone? She's not, she's not observant. Yeah, that's, <laughs> she's not, <laughs> she doesn't have the ability to see apparently. <laughs> But I feel like Italian is like, uh, especially in our geographic region. Yeah, Italian is like when they don't know what else to say, they're like, "Oh, Italian." Oh, he's got to be yeah. Italian. You know what I mean? Like that, everybody just gets lumped into there. Yeah. No. So I, anyway, I wish you a happy birthday and many more. And thank you. I will call you again when I'm 
making them run and uh you can listen to them do sprints back and forth until you say stop <laughs> i'm just i'm just gonna pick up and scream stop <laughs> Leave them alone. Stop torturing children. Just children. That's my job is to just make children angry. Um, yeah. Yeah, don't make, give the little, give the kid with asthma a break, but other the rest of them they can run around all they want. Yes. I had to force that kid to take a break. I couldn't believe it. It was awesome. I like yeah, I like that. Kids got some fight to him. Yeah, that is definitely another reason that he is not my clone. Yeah, no, no, no. You would have been like, no, "Mm, no, I'm not going to play. I'm going to go home. Yeah, yeah. It would have been three seconds of this to be like, okay, no, this is too much running. Pass. Good day. I'm going to go play a sport that's more my speed. Who's up for bowling? What is your favorite sport? What is your favorite sporting activity to participate in? Uh, do we count swimming? Yes. Then swimming. Okay. Actually, that's not true. That would be second to fencing. You fence? Yeah. Still? I haven't done it in a long time, but I do still have the sword. Did you fence with Zubair? No. We keep on meaning to. He did. He does, or he did. Yeah. That's uh, one of the places that he and Jen, his wife, uh, who, both of whom I married to each other, for the record, yes, uh, that's that's where they met, from what I'm told. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's pretty cool. I, you know, it's, I feel like fencing seems like it's a cool sport, but I would have like, how, how did how does anybody get into fencing? That's like, have you ever watched like professional badminton? Yeah, for it's crazy. First of all, mm-hmm. absolutely crazy to watch. But every time I watch it, I'm like. How did these guys decide that badminton was going to be their, like, like goal? Like, that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to play badminton. I, I have no idea. I mean, I wish I had that sort of dedication to badminton. I mean, they are, they're nuts. No, they're, they're no joke. They're it's smacking the that cock around at like 140 miles an hour. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I know it was. I went for the cheap laugh, but eh, whatever. What are you going to do? Hey, it was priceless to me. Oh, you're the best. So we are. We're back from. We're back from last week. We yeah. Were on a, we were what's on a. The, what? What's the? It's 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 a shuttlecock. That's what it is. Okay. It is. Yeah, that's why I, I said the it, cock. Yeah, I knew it was. I knew there was another word before cock in there, and I was like, oh, "What word is it?" Yeah, it's shuttle. Know. It's shuttle. But I think, and you know, feel free to disagree. Adding the shuttle takes a lot away from the joke. <laughs> yeah, it did. No, you know, you you did it right. I it was just bothering me as a human in my soul that I could not remember the whole term. Like James Badminton or whoever the fuck invented the sport. Was he like, um, all right, we're going to call this weird little like nubby ended net thing, whatever it is. Let's call it a shuttlecock. Was he like, I'm sure I'll do that. Listen, the guys aren't going to call it a cock for short. Let's just roll with it. Or is it (laughs) named after something? We're all adults here. Nobody's going to say that. Uh, I I am looking that up right now. We're going to put the word cock in the main in the main piece of equipment of a game geared towards like kids and teenagers. Yeah. Like that's what we're going to do. I also like how it's, 
it, the Wikipedia article about it um, says it's often abbreviated to shuttle. That wouldn't be what the abbreviation I'd use. That's a fu- that is a foolish, foolish mistake. <laughs> no, if you're if you're gonna be like, oh, we're gonna toss around the shuttle, then no, get out. It's the cock. Get out. Nobody wants you here. <laughs> get out of here. Call it a cock or leave. Um, so yeah, so we're back from our hiatus, which was uh, self-imposed or imposed by me, I should say. Well, it it actually wasn't exclusively imposed by you. Uh, Dave couldn't make it and you couldn't make it, but Val and I were still going to record. But as we sat down to record, there was a huge storm here and I lost power. Ah. So I had no internet at all. So that, yeah, that'll do it. At that point I said, oh, the universe is telling us to just not do this. The universe is saying there's no you without me. That's what it was telling you, bud. Which I got, I got to be honest, there isn't. Hey, I feel the same. So I was not able to make it because I was in Chicago. Have you ever been to Chicago? I've been to Chicago several times. Yeah. I love Chicago. Yeah. Oh God. I feel very different. Oh, what, what happened? First, first of all, shit. Chicago is the worst. Um, so I get there. I have to travel for work. So I have like a three o'clock flight on Monday. I get to LaGuardia. First of all, you know, oh, when you, yeah. First right. mistake. Yes, I know. When you I, if, a trip, if, if, you had, if you had told me that you were going to LaGuardia, I would have personally driven you to Chicago. I, that would have been, that actually would have made the trip a lot of fun. I probably would have gotten there in the same amount of time with the fucking delays. So oh, how long did it take you? I get there at one thirty. The flight is like three ten or something okay. like that. The flight takes off at 10 minutes after 10. What? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely yeah. would have gotten you there faster. Yeah. So I guess uh, O'Hare Airport is very susceptible to like wind and or very, very susceptible to extreme weather. Mm-hmm. And they had some weather system moving through there. And I couldn't, we couldn't land. We couldn't land. We couldn't land. It, it no joke though it was like two two twenty maybe like two twenty or so because for a three ten flight you board at two thirty yeah so it was about two twenty they delayed it to five thirty and I was like you sons of bitches then they delay it to seven ten God and I'm like oh this is great they delay it. They delay it further to 8.40, and I'm like, I, so now I'm calling my boss. Like, I, this thing is this thing may very well get canceled. It's already delayed by five and a half hours. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do here. If they cancel, I'm going home. So they bring it back up to 7.50, 9.10, finally fucking 10.10, this plane takes off. I shouldn't even say takes off. It pulls away from the, from the jetway at 10.10. But I, whatever it was, and I lost time with, you know, with the with uh, hour difference. Oh, yeah. Which is crazy. It's it's like sitting in a bus station for 10 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I've sat in the Port Authority bus station, bus terminal in New York for uh, like an hour. And I would prefer to do that for 10 hours and sit in LaGuardia for more than yeah. 25 minutes. And And it's awful. So, you know, again, whatever it was, it was two something in the morning. It was horrible. Ugh. Um, 
so the the trip started off not well. Then, then while I'm there, the 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 folks that I was there to to deal with the customers they were to deal with, they were just pains in the asses. Um, but they tell me, so I said, I'm like, this is my first time out here in this area. I want to try deep dish. You know, I'm you from I'm from Long Island. I grew up there, spent time in, spend a ton of time in the city, in the boroughs and stuff where, you know, real pizza is. I say, this is the one that's always like a big argument. I got to try it. So they set me up. I get this pizza and it's not, first of all, it's not pizza. It's a, it's like a casserole. Okay. It's, which, which one did they get you? What do you mean? Which, which place did they send you to? Lou Lou Malnati's or something like that. All right, all right. There's um, one that starts with a G that I prefer. I can't remember the name of it. I mean, I'll eat so any pizza. I was in. I was just outside of Chicago. I know that there's places in you know Chicago, like proper in the city there, that have that are probably better. But they said this is the closest. This is the best one around here. This is like real Chicago deep dish. I'm like, all right. So I get this traditional one, which is sausage and uh, butter crust, they call it. And I'm like, all right, you know, it's not bad. It's fine. And I got I got a small pie and it was half that. And then I got half with this spicy uh, jardinera or whatever they call it. It's like sure. um, it's like this pickled, it's pickled vegetables. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's it's pickled shuttlecock. We we get you. Yeah. So I got I got the pickled shuttlecock and basil with butter crust. And it was not, it was not bad. But the next day they're like, best pizza, right? And I'm like, yeah, casserole was delicious. <laughs> and they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that's not a pizza. Like there's no way in hell you can consider that a pizza. Domino's doesn't consider that shit a pizza. Pizza doesn't consider that shit a pizza. Papa John's doesn't either. I don't consider doesn't. their opinion. I don't consider Papa John's opinion on pizza worthwhile. But I'm saying, like the nationwide chains, when you if you were to say just give me a regular pie, it's not a deep dish. It's more. It's more like a New York style. It's not yeah. good, and it's not New York style, but it's more like it. So I was very. Very, very, very disappointed. But the one, the silver lining was I had a first class ticket home. That's nice. So I've never flown first class before. Um, I am usually sandwiched in somewhere in economy next to somebody my size, which doesn't work. Um, Yeah, it's terrible. So that's usually where I am, but I had I had some extra miles. This was a last minute trip. I was knew I was going to be pissed and exhausted. I'm like, let me at least get a nice seat on the way back. So I was able to get to the airport a little bit early. So I happened to be talking to my son, and he and sometimes when I come back from my office in Atlanta, I will get on an early flight. You know, try to get home and see them a little bit quicker. So he tells me, Dad. Uh, if you're there early, can you get on? Do they have any more flights? And I was like, Yeah, I'll, I'll look. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't look. <laughs> I lied to him. I wasn't losing that. I wasn't losing that first class ticket to get home no. like two hours early. No, no, no. He'll he'll be there when you get there. Yeah, and he'll be playing. If I would have gotten home two hours early, he'd been playing Fortnite. He wouldn't give a shit that I was home anyway. 
See? So I did. I chose first I chose first class over my son. I had this chicken and chicken and farro I don't farro's like his grain. Delicious. I had this chicken and farro uh dinner on the on the plane, which was awesome. Although I regret not ordering the kosher meal because it was huge. The meal was gigantic. I don't even know what it was, but it looked delicious and there was a ton of food. Um so next time I go first class, I'm ordering the kosher meal. Um, I can get behind that. But I'll tell you this. Tell you this. You ever see like, you ever see a passenger get on like a plane and you're like, oh, this one's going to be fucking obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that was me getting on this plane. I was like a child, like getting in, going to meet, going to sit in first class. I played the, I was seat 1A. Ooh. Yeah. So as soon as they call, you know, they, they allow people that need extra time first, right? Then they call like first class and active military and all, you know, whatever it is. I hop right up, get on the front of that line. I look to see if there's any, any military, any service members coming. There weren't. So I was like, bang, scan that thing. I was the second person getting on the plane. And I had queued up the theme song to the Jeffersons on my phone. And I was playing it out loud. And I like, I know how annoying that is. I knew it. I knew it was annoying to everybody because I was playing it. I let the thing keep playing as people were walking back to, as people were like walking back to coach or economy, whatever they call it. And I just kept playing it because I was so excited. And I just wanted to annoy the shit out of everybody from Chicago that was on that flight. But so that was my, that was my trip to Chicago. And it's okay. the worst. I hope I never go back. If I may, uh, first of all, that is the greatest entrance music for a flight that I've ever heard. And if I were on that flight, I would have saluted you. See? I would have high-fived you, as a matter of fact, as I'm going to my crummy coach seat where I'm going to feel like I'm being groped awkwardly. Can I tell you, this was – I, I was. I also had like some evil thoughts. Not evil thought, but like some like low class thought. Even though it was coming from a good place, as people were boarding, I kept really hoping that no, that like nobody from the service was getting on this plane, mm. like no military members, because I know full well because I, re, you know, you read those stories about people like giving up seats, and yeah. those are the ones that you know that, that my allergies act up on. Right. And I'm like, shit, I know if, if, if somebody from the armed forces gets on this plane and I see them go back to coach, I know I'm going to give up my seat and I have to sit and coach and I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> like, so I would have done the right thing anyway, but I just didn't want to be put in that position. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, no, no, no. It makes sense. You know, because you have that defect where you still feel that. And whereas I would just be like, no, I paid for first class. Yeah, I I definitely I definitely would have done it. I I can say that. I, I definitely would have done it, but I would not have been happy about it. That's the important part. As long as you know you wouldn't have been happy about it, that that makes me feel a little bit better about myself. And then I would have like as I stood up, if I saw nobody with like their phone out to like Instagram about it, I'm like, oh never mind, go back there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't have done that. Um, yeah, so told, told them to get off and come back when somebody else, when the plane's more full, so somebody will capture it. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what, that's what you should do. 
It's like, listen, give it five minutes. I want to, I want to be Instagram famous. Yeah. Uh, does nobody see what I'm doing? <laughs> Guys, it's pretty nice to me. It's a first class ticket. One A motherfuckers. <laughs> so yeah, I, I will tell you one, one more thing. This is not about Chicago or how crappy it is. This is more about me. I have realized, and I don't, I, I want to say that it was just because I spent so much time. Oh, that yeah. And, and did I tell you that that flight home was delayed? No. Oh think, no. Yeah, and I think it was oh, from the same, the same weather that was moving through here that knocked your power out. You know what's worse than being stuck in LaGuardia? Being stuck in O'Hare. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Airport sucks. That airport. Is, that airport I, sucks. I have been in the Detroit airport for a four hour layover on my way to Chicago uh, from Tennessee. And that airport has no food, nothing go. It's just a big empty white space and not even one statue of RoboCop. And I'd rather hang out there than go to spend more than 20 minutes in O'Hare. O'Hare is a nightmare. The last time I was in O'Hare that I rem- that I was like, cognizant of having to go through security because now I've got pre-check so I just fly right through uh, and mind you this was in like spring of 2002 so this is still when things yeah. were a little spicy um, they had a checkpoint set up right past the food court so if you wanted to get back to food you were going to have to go through oh no I'm sorry it was the ATM the ATM was right past security and I wanted to go pull out money because I didn't want to be like, you know, swiping my card everywhere. Okay. Uh, and they're like, no, you're going to have to stand through this three-hour security line again. And uh, I don't – oh, I think I only had a debit card at that point, not a debit card with a Visa logo on it. Oh, so you were – So I yours. couldn't buy anything. Yeah. And it just smelt like McDonald's everywhere. That is true. That, that airport has more McDonald's than any other one that I've seen. Yeah, and but the, but other than that, that airport stinks. Terrible. Yeah. Hate it. Yeah, it's the worst. So between sitting there and sitting at LaGuardia, and I guess I thought it was just because I was angry that I was sitting in an airport so damn much. Mm. But beyond that, I, I find as I'm getting older, I'm getting hypercritical of other people. Well. That shit. I mean, you were you were always so mellow and laid back to begin with. Yeah, you're a judgmental guy. Usually, it was, but it was mostly like for like blatant stupidity and stuff like that would kind of like piss me off. Yeah. But now, like little things that I should pay no attention to, like if I see somebody eating while they're talking on the phone, it drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. There's a guy sitting across the aisle from me. He's eating some like pasta dish while he's talking to his son. And I'm like, and he's like devouring it. I'm like, hey, man, call your son f- like three minutes later and finish this fucking pasta or stop eating for a second. Like, what I, are you doing? Can, can I roll you back and get some details on the pasta? Are we talking like a noodle or a, like a like a penne sort of situation? No, no, no. It was a noodle. He's sitting at, is he at a table or is he No, just, that's the other thing. How do you sitting there holding kind of pasta? Hated it. I hated everything about this guy. Hated I, everything about him. I, I, I am a master of eating 
noodle-based products. I can do it no matter what. And even I would feel uncomfortable sitting in one of those stupid chairs and stupid O'Hare with eating pop- No, no. And he's talking on yeah. the phone. He was Damn. sitting, he was sitting like with like legs, legs spread with his elbows on his thighs, shoulder holding, the shoulder, phone. yeah, shoulder pinning the phone to his head, eating fucking no- noodles. At I was, I was, does he have, okay, I wanted so does to kill he have, him. Does he have the bowl in one hand and then he's like doing the fork thing with the other while he's hunched over? Yes. Or is he doing like a bread, oh, like a soda in here and then the lap is. No, he was the first, the first one. How do you even get a drink when you're doing that? That doesn't. Even- he didn't have a drink, and that was that's what I'm saying. What? I know. It's, that's what. I, so what? so it's not just. I guess it's not just me. No. But- hold hold on. You're eating fast food pasta that is going to be super salty and probably destroying your face, and you don't even have like a bottle of water with you. This person was a sociopath. You may have. You were probably sitting right. Looking dead at the face of a serial killer. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm thinking. And he was like talking to his son. And I'm like, you're such a, you're what a, what a deadbeat dad. Anyway, so th- that one pissed me off. Now that one. Did, did, did he say anything to the kid that made you go, what a deadbeat dad? Or is it just the pasta? Because either was, way, I agree with you. It was just like an innocuous father-son con- you know, conversation. Mm. You know, he told him to pass a message to his mother. He told him he would see him later. This was definitely an older child, though. Okay. This was an older child. I would, I would imagine that this kid is at least high school age, at, at the very least. So, yeah, so that pissed me off. Now, that one's not too crazy because it kind of – I could see that pissing a lot of people off. But I'm, this other I'm- one – the background, the color of my lights is red, and it's kind of masking how angry I am. But understand that my face is extremely flush with rage. He's, yeah, for those listening that can't see him, he's furious. I am so mad right now. Yeah. So, but here's 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 another one. This is this is one that I know. I should not have let bother me, and I know that I'm crazy for letting it bother me, but it did. So I order, <clears throat> I order Starbucks. I get a, I get a drink from Starbucks. It took like, first of all, I got this iced tea lemonade mix, and it took 30 minutes for them to make it. It was ridiculous. But well, they have to I'm, grow the tree for the teas. Yeah, they, they, they. It was. It really was a long time. I'm like, are you like brewing that tea by by candle? Like, what is taking so fucking long? So anyway, I'm down at the end of the counter, you know, where they put the the drink when it's finished and a woman gets her drink. It's some iced coffee drink, this old lady. And she takes out the straw and like she was so forceful with jamming the straw, like trying to jam the straw through the lid. It it was, it was like, she was like jousting with her Frappuccino. (laughs) I couldn't, I'm like, what? Like, what is she, like, what is she doing? It was like one of those, you caught your husband cheating and you overhand stab him 37 times in the back. Like she was going at this fucking drink so hard. It made me so mad that first of all, it took like four stabs. And second of all, I'm like, why do you need to use so much downward thrusting force to get a straw through the fucking straw hole? I'm like, what are you doing? 
She didn't want it to go through the straw hole. She wanted to create her own hole. That's then she's really. A, she's I, an iconoclast. I really thought that's what she was going to do, but it made me so angry. It, and I, I didn't. So I, I'll tell you this: I did not say anything to her. That's impressive. Yeah. But it took everything <laughs> I had not to like say to this lady, like, oh, first of all, like. <laughs> What did this Frappuccino do to you? <laughs> Why are you stabbing it so vigorously and so many times? If you would have just put the straw over this, over that little T right in the middle there, that little X, and just push down just a little bit, it's going to go in. It's, it's true. It's going to go in, lady. You're going to be fine. There's no need to exert yourself like that when putting a straw into your Starbucks. That's, I mean, I, I, I can see being, I would be more amused than critical at that. Oh, yeah, not me. But, I was not amused. No, I can see that you weren't amused. I was not amused. And There's I, a and fire in your eyes. You know what? All I could think was, I'm like, this idiot's going to sit next to me on the plane. I know it. That's why I didn't say anything. Because mm. I'm like, I'm going to say something. And this idiot's going to be right next to me. And I'm going to have to sit with her. And we're going to get delayed on the, the tarmac. And it's going to take us forever. I'm like, nope, don't say she's anything. Gonna, then she's going to take that straw and just try to stab it into your neck. Yeah. But she's not yeah. going to get enough downward thrust. No, she can't. She couldn't even get the straw into the goddamn cup. It took her 12 tries. Yeah. And your, your neck isn't perforated for the straw. No. So as far no. as I know, I can't see behind the beard, but I'm pretty secure. Yeah, uh, there's not there's not much to see. I have my neck is about one inch long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like the juggernaut. My head, <laughs> the head just sits on the shoulders. Um, but yeah, so it really it I, it was like a real get off my lawn moment though, for me. I I I can understand that. I had one a couple of weeks ago. I told you I went to go see uh, Weird Al a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Okay. So sitting behind me was this guy and his son and they were uh you know during the before al came out the opening act was the orchestra uh that was with him and the uh guy was talking to his kid about you know the the music that was playing he was like oh this this is it was they were playing some John Williams music. It's like, oh, this is John Williams, the guy who's basically scored every movie in the past 50 years, which I was like, excuse me, no. False. Wildly yeah. inaccurate, Pops. Yeah, yeah. If, if Mortal Kombat and Howard the Duck had a John Williams score, <laughs> they'd both be much better movies. They'd still be in theaters. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Can you imagine the sort of march that John Williams would have come up with for Howard the Duck? <laughs> Howard the Duck? Yeah, that would be great. So they're they're playing the theme to Indiana Jones. Okay. And the guy is sitting there, and he's like talking to his son. Do you know who the, what this is? Oh, you don't know what this is? How do you not know what this is? Oh, everybody knows what this is. Yeah, I'll give you a hint. I've got a bad feeling about this. And it took all of my strength not to turn around and be like, listen, you dumb sack of shit. That's a Star Wars thing. This is Indiana Jones. What is wrong with you? You are raising your son wrong. Yeah, everything you've told this child has been incorrect. Very, very wrong, idiot. Ugh, you big dumb sack of shit. Ugh. That's he hasn't. I mean, if you were to take 
percentages. He's scored a high percentage of Harrison Ford movies in the past yeah. 50 years. Yeah. Right? I'll give that yeah. to him. Uh, but not even all of those. Every George Lucas movie. Okay. I think just about every Spielberg movie. Almost every Mark Hamill movie. Yeah, not uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, but other movies, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. he's a That's a guest role, though. I mean, like, Mark Hamill vehicle, you know? I stand by what I said. You're, and you're right. <laughs> you are, I mean, based on my original statement, you're completely correct. Yeah. But, yeah, that, see, I, I, that would annoy me, too. That would annoy I, I've me, been, too. I've been fuming about this for two weeks. It was driving me nuts. I'm glad that I was the orchestra. They were great. Yeah. They were absolutely phenomenal. Do they travel with him or does he use like local? No, that was, that was the Queen Symphonic Orchestra that night. Oh, that's pretty cool. So he goes, does he use like local? Yep. That's, that is pretty cool. What was that's very super, interesting. What was really awesome. I don't remember if I said this already. And if I did, I apologize. Uh, there was one guy playing violin who was so not into playing John Williams music. Uh, he just he he was sitting there. He just had this scowl on his face, like oh, I can't believe I've been reduced to this. And then as the song ends, you have like a sea of nerds screaming and standing up and applauding and freaking out. And I think it was the closest he's gotten to like a rock star uh-huh. level reception. And then he was so into it the rest of the time. It was ridiculous. Oh yeah, how could you not though? That energy, that's crazy. Yeah, I was thinking about this, and I know you're a big you're a big Al fan. So you might not get this, but could you imagine you're like a child, you're like a child violin prodigy. You, you go all through school, you go to Berkeley, you go to Juilliard, you're this classically trained violinist. And then they're like, uh, Ed, we need you to open for Weird Al tonight. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Hey, could, like a, could you, could you play like the violin some, portion of yeah. Harvey the Wonder Hamster? <laughs> like are, for real right now? What you talking about? Like, I just picture like a real, like snooty, stuck up violinist with like a fake French accent. Captain Hall. A Captain Hall. Like, yes. Person. Yeah. Yes. Somebody like that. And, and, they're, and they're like, uh, they won't tell any of their friends what they're doing because they, they have to open for Weird Al that night. I, I would love to have seen, I would love to see something like that. I think I did. I think that's what happened. And that, that does sound like what that guy did. Yeah. Like that guy is too good for Al. But then he realized this is, this is where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Oh my God, these people are going to love everything we do. We Mm -hmm. are right up their alley. Yeah. Now, where was that? That was NYCB. Uh, no, it was, um, Forest Hills stadium. Yes. Oh, the tennis stadium. I guess. I don't know. It wasn't in a tennis tennis section. It was it was lovely. It's a lovely place. That's cool. Yeah. It's huge. There's mozzarella stick vendor that I didn't go to, but I saw. I went, that would have been good if it wasn't 9,000 degrees and I just ate. Never too hot or too full for mozzarella sticks. I got to be honest Especially- with you. I was afraid, I was afraid with – because, you know, the trend in seating is to, like, basically sit people one on top of another – where I'm going to be sitting in a stranger's lap. I didn't want to have mozzarella stick tummy while sitting on something. I, all right. But, but 
I, I would respectfully disagree. Here's the thing. This was a mozzarella stick vendor. Like yeah. that's what they sold. Mm-hmm. How often, how often do you go to a place that specializes in mozzarella sticks? Not as often as I'd like. I'll tell you that much right now. I, I, your reasoning is sound, but do you admit that might be a missed opportunity? Oh, not only is it a missed opportunity, what was the worst that happened? I get farty in front of, I don't know, Indiana Jones versus Star Wars? Oh, well. Yeah, I'd see, that That might have actually worked. Might yeah. have worked to your advantage. I got, like, I probably I got a bad feeling to get about this, up. buddy. What? Yeah, that no, guy deserved to get farted up. Yeah, he did. So. Yeah. So well, I think this was very cathartic, huh? It was. It was. It feels like we got through a lot. Thank you for joining me for this therapy session today. Anytime. So Anytime. Real good. My, my couch is your couch. Aw. And unlike regular therapy, we can spoon after. Yes. <laughs> it's my favorite part. Yeah. Me too. You're such a cuddly muffin. I mean, I wish you'd let me be a little spoon once in a while, but whatever. Never. It's fine. It's Never. Fine. <laughs> don't even think about it <laughs> i will crush you before i let you be a little spoon okay but to crush me you'd have to be a little big spoon just saying yeah that I is true plans. i i i can figure this thing out somehow some way weasel he'll weasel his way in one day it's true you, you uh you're gonna be gone next week aren't you i am i am you know what you know what? I decided I'm going to be gone next week too because I'm nothing without you. Wow. I I disagree with you, but I appreciate the sentiment. It's, it's, I, I do it just to warm your heart. It does every time. Like, well, a nice, like a nice shot of gin on a cold winter's night. <laughs> Warms me right up. Aw, you. Shucks. Well, then I'll, I'll see you in two weeks, buddy. All right, bud. Have a good one. You too. Bye.